0: Savell Newton and I'm joined with my sister today, Terry Savell Foy, and we are so excited to be here with you. Hey, I want to tell you just take a few minutes and just sit down for the next 25 minutes. We have some awesome things we want to share with you today. And I believe, you know, Brother Copeland says that one word from God can change your life forever. Yes. So, I'm believing that for you today that you're going to hear one thing, at least one thing, and you can take off and run with it in your life. So just sit down, take a few minutes for yourself and listen. And Terry's gonna share with us today on the power of a decision. That sounds awesome.
1: Well, your decisions affect your destiny. And you know, somebody once described the game of football. They said it's like 60,000 people who desperately need exercise, watching 22 men who desperately need rest. (laughs) They said, but the game of football, it's highly indicative of life itself. Most people watch from the sidelines. Very few people get off the bleachers and get in the game. Mm -hmm. But I do believe you are in the game, or you wouldn't have tuned in to a faith building broadcast to learn how to build yourself up, advance towards your dreams, do everything God's put in your heart to do. But at the same time, I believe it's going to take a lot of faith, audacious faith, Mm
0: -hmm. to stay in the game. Bold faith. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, in
1: fact, the offer that we have is. On audacity, the audacity to receive. And that word audacity just means the nerve, the grit, the fearlessness, the boldness. Mm-hmm. In other words, you have the audacity to believe that can happen. Yeah. And you come to a place in your life where you go, yes, that's exactly what I have, audacity.
0: Well, the world and, might think it seems impossible, Right. where it just looks overwhelming to someone else that it could never be done.
1: Right. But, you know, if your dreams are possible, you're not dreaming big enough. Right. God wants you to have that kind of faith. But, you know, I I think developing this kind of faith, it could be compared to what happens with a locomotive. You know, the toughest part about a train is getting it started. In fact, a massive locomotive can be prevented from moving one inch by putting little blocks of wood in front of the wheels. But once that train gets up to full speed, not even a steel reinforced wall, concrete wall, five feet thick can stop it. Mm -hmm. Well, I believe that's what can happen in your life when you develop that audacity to make a quality decision that I'm going to do everything God's put me on this earth to do. I believe no demon in hell can stop you. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about the power of a decision. You know, that first point on decision. The decision I'm talking about is really coming to a place in your life Where you take 100% responsibility for where you are, you know that's where it starts. One time, I bought a book like this thick. It was a success success book. Chapter one was all about take 100% responsibility for your life. And you know that's tough sometimes to take responsibility for where you are, your health, your wealth, your debt, your success, your failures. You know, whatever it is, but saying I take 100% responsibility for where I'm at Mm -hmm. and for where I'm headed. Mm -hmm. You know, Zig Ziglar, when he was just an aspiring young motivational speaker, he said he heard a motivational speaker say this. He said, you are where you are because that's exactly where you chose to be. Mm -hmm. He said, I was broke, in debt, and down in the dumps. He said it came through loud and clear that I was where I was and what I was because of me, Mm -hmm. because of my decisions, because of my choices. Well, one of the emotions that can actually lead us to a life change to make a quality decision is disgust. You know, we normally don't equate that word disgust with positive action, but do you know that being disgusted with yourself can actually serve as vision and momentum to get you out.
0: Well, I've heard that before where people have seen a picture of themselves and they just got disgusted with what they saw and wanted to make a change, just a physical change. Yeah.
1: That can be enough disgust for you to say, I'm drawing a line. Things are changing in my life. Or even being at the restaurant with your friends and your credit cards declined. Mm -hmm. That can be enough disgust where you just say, this is it. I'm not living like this anymore. So that's the, you know, disgust is what we reach when we're tired of being ashamed, embarrassed, humiliated with where we are, and we say, I'm going to end up someplace else. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm talking about when I say the power of a decision. You know, I read this story. It was so interesting. It was about a guy named Tim who grew up middle class. He said he had five brothers, one sister. Well, when he was 11 years old, his dad was killed in a tragic car accident. Well, when he went through that, losing his father, he said he just had all this anger on the inside of him, all this pinned up anger. He said he was mad at the world. Um, He just started living life in the fast lane, blaming everybody for what happened. He said he started using drugs, selling drugs, then he was convicted and sent to prison. Well, while he was in prison, he had one of those defining moments where he realized, I have ended up in this place because of me, because Mm -hmm. of my choices. So he said, while he's in prison, he took responsibility for his life and he just began reading books, investing in himself. And he said, I just had this idea to start organizing prison talent shows. Well, when he did that, he said, I'll be the MC of the talent show. Well, as he was the MC, he recognized he had a certain gift for telling jokes Well, then all of a sudden he got desires. I want to be an actor. I'm I'm good at telling jokes. Well, once he was released from prison, Disney came to him and offered him a part in a, a major motion picture. He said he turned it down because he had an idea for his own TV show about a handyman on TV. Well, that was Tim Allen and that show was Home Improvement. But you know, here's the thing. 13 years after being released from prison, he was a star in the top program in the USA. Mm -hmm. He had a leading role in a major motion picture. You remember the Santa Claus? Mm -hmm. And he had a New York Times bestselling book, number one on the bestsellers list. Mm -hmm. He said, I went from drug pusher to box office millionaire because I made a decision. Mm -hmm. So what would happen for you as a child of God watching this program today? And you say, Lord, I feel like they're speaking to me that this is the turning point in my life. I am not going to end up in this same place next year at this time. I'm not going to keep repeating the same stuff year after year. I believe God's speaking to you today. He's saying, today's the day to make a decision. And you know, when we come back, I want to talk to you about the fact that you will never leave where you are until you see where you'd rather be. So watch this announcement and I'll be right back.
2: Do you have the audacity to receive what God has for you? Everything that God has for you is available, but it's not automatic. Obstacles and resistance will try to stop you from achieving your dreams and desires. In Audacity, Terry Savelle Foy shares from personal experience seven key areas to conquer fear, develop discipline, and build the audacious faith you need to fulfill your dreams and purpose. In the three-CD series, If You Can Conceive It, You Can Receive It, Jerry Savelle shares how success begins on the inside. You'll learn how to let the Holy Spirit become the artist, God's Word, the oil, and your heart, the candle for God's plan for victory. Also included is Jerry Ann Savelle Newton's teaching, Beware of the Dream Killers. You'll discover that God does have a plan for your life and how to stop the devil from killing your dreams. Hey, hey. Don't wait. Request the Audacity to Receive teaching trio, including Audacity. If you can conceive it, you can receive it. And beware of the dream killers. Just call or visit jerrysavelle.org. Start your journey with audacious faith today.
1: Thank you for joining with us. I really want you to get the offer that we have this week. I know it's going to give you the steps you need to come to a different place in your life next year at this time. You know, we're talking about the power of a decision. Your decisions affect your destiny. So I I opened with talking about how important it is that you make that decision to take 100% responsibility for where you are. But you know, that's not all we have to do. We have to back it up with a routine a routine. I'm passionate about teaching people to have a routine. Well, you've got your routine down, that's (laughs) for sure. But you know, I learned the hard way because when I was coming out of a rut in my life, no dreams, no goals, didn't know what I was going to do, every year of my life was a repeat of the year before. I just decided to change my routine. And you know, I've said before, I didn't have a professional life coach come to my house and just lay out the routine, but I just made up a routine of listening to faith building messages every day. Well, you've heard me say that was in 2002 and I haven't stopped, but here's the thing. You may have heard this phrase before. People are rewarded in public for what they practice in private. Mm -hmm. People are rewarded in public for what they practice in private. You know, you may have heard that quote that champions don't become champions in the ring. They're merely recognized there. Mm -hmm. It's all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that prepares them for what you know, they're called to do. Well, it's the same in our lives, you know. And you've probably heard this because I share it all the time. How John Maxwell made the statement of coming to your house and watching you for 24 hours, just by observing you in one 24-hour period, he said I could tell in what direction your life is going because the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine.
0: Excuse me, but does it matter what day?
1: Because my life You got, got your got, off date. Yeah, I got yeah. my off days. <laughs> right. I understand. And I got a lot of kids. So. Yes. Just hope we don't show up on that day. Yes. But, <laughs> no, but the point is developing certain disciplines in our lives that are going to lead us closer to what God wants us to do with our lives. You know, Any successful person you look at and you study, they have successful routines. Mm -hmm. You know, like Michael Jordan. Tony Robbins interviewed him years ago, the peak of his career, and he just said, Michael, what is it about you? It sets you apart from so many people. He said, is it natural ability? Is it God-given skill? You know, what is it? And Michael said, it's my routine. He said, I expect more out of myself every day. But see, he has a vision Mm -hmm. and he has a routine to back it up same with Tiger Woods. You know, his vision was to be the best golfer that ever lived. Well, you can't have a vision like that without a routine mm-hmm. to follow up with. And you know, back years ago, Tiger Woods, he changed his golf swing, then he started lifting weights and they said golfers don't lift weights, but he retrained himself and people started modeling his routine. Well, same with Michael Phelps, you know the Olympic swimmer? Mm-hmm. I remember like during the Olympics 2008, 2012, you watch them in their preparation for that moment. You know, swimmers, they have unbelievable workouts. Well, Michael Phelps did two and three of those workouts every day. And people said, that's not humanly possible. But you know, he had a standard and he had a routine to back it up. Mm -hmm. So, people are rewarded in public for what they practice in private. Mm -hmm. Same with David in the Bible. You know, he killed a lion and he killed a bear in private with nobody watching but that prepared him to kill Goliath in public with everybody watching. Mm-hmm. So see God honors that when you take the time like right now to make yourself watch a broadcast when you're thinking i got so much to do. I don't have time for this. But see you're investing in yourself and you will never regret investing in yourself.
0: Well there's when you are disciplined and faithful, there's always reward in that.
1: Right. God always. always rewards that. Yes. So it's the power of a decision, getting a routine to back it up, and then the next point is to make an investment in yourself. I remember the first time I was watching Joyce Meyer, I went to her website and I ordered $60 worth of product. And I remember going. I cannot believe I just spent sixty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> then I thought, well, I would easily spend that on clothes. This is my future we're talking about. But do you know that was the best investment I've ever made? Mm-hmm. Was investing in books and CDs from several people. But you will never regret investing in yourself. You're preparing for your future.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I heard a story about. Um, one of the best motivational speakers, he's gone on to heaven now, his name was Jim Rome. He said when he was first learning about success, his mentor said to him, now he was working at Sears making $57 a week, and he said his mentor came up to him and he said, Jim, what you have at this moment in your life, you have attracted by who you've become. He said, if you don't have much, perhaps you haven't become much. Well, obviously that hurt Jim's feelings. He was offended by that. He said he he grabbed his paycheck and he said to his mentor, you don't understand. He said, this is all they pay. His mentor said, no, this is all they pay you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He said, they pay others more. This is what they pay you. Mm -hmm. And then he went on to say, "Um, don't they pay others in your company five times that amount? Jim said, yes. He said, if you were to qualify for five times that amount, wouldn't your paycheck be? five times that amount, and Jim said yes. But then he said this. He said, success is something you attract by the person you become. Mm -hmm. He said, if you want more, just become more. In other words, make an investment in yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, listen to some of these phrases he said, because these are life-changing statements if you really take them to heart. Mm -hmm. He said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Now, this is the part that I just think is amazing. He said, learn to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. He said, if you work hard on your job, you'll make a living. If you work hard on yourself, you can make a fortune. Mm -hmm. And you know, I can't help but think about our dad. When God was calling him into the ministry, do you remember the Lord told him to spend no less than eight Eight hours. hours a day learning the word of God? Now, that's some serious commitment, yeah, yeah. but he talks about how during that season of his life, consuming his life with the Word, he came out of that guest bedroom. What well,
0: changed his life. I yeah. Mean, he wasn't the same person when he came out.
1: He says he came out with the power of God in his hands, the fire of God in his eyes. I mean, he was ready to preach the Gospel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well making that commitment that I'm going to invest in myself. And don't get overwhelmed by it. Most of us don't have eight hours a day that we can just sit and read the Bible or, you know, Well, it's listen. the steps
0: of a good man are yeah. ordered. So it's the daily steps. It's not the leaps and the bounds. Right. It's the
1: steps that you take. Yes. Consistent steps. Consistent steps. That's the key to change. And when you just say, you know what, this is how I started. Every day I'm going to listen to one message while I'm getting ready. I got to get ready anyway. I might as well listen to a faith building message. Now I'm going to do it again the next day. Do it again the next day. And that's how the routine started in my life. But you know, I think one of the dumbest things I ever said was when I graduated from college, I remember announcing to the family, I will never study again. (laughs) I thought I've paid my dues. I will never open another book again. Well, that was probably the dumbest thing I've ever said, and I backed up that dumb promise for 11 years. That's a long time. For 11 years, I did not invest in myself. I didn't read books. I didn't go to success conferences or different events. I went to church, yeah, every Sunday, but that was about it. Well, as a result, for 11 years, I lived paycheck to paycheck, I had nothing in the bank, nothing in savings, nothing in investments. I paid my car note every month. I paid my credit cards every month. I was a ghostwriter, writing books for other people. But everything about my life was average. I loved my job, worked hard on my job. But everything about my life was average. Mm-hmm. The next 11 years after I started making an investment in myself, listening to messages every day, those next 11 years, I went from ghostwriting books for other people to authoring books. I went from attending conferences to speaking at conferences. I went from watching TV for hours to co-hosting a TV show. What happened? I went to work harder on myself Mm -hmm. than I did on my job and everything around me began to change. So don't ever view listening to one message as a wasted time. Don't ever view, you know those times when you get out your scripture and you confess that one scripture? Every day matters. Everything you do today, It matters tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So choose to make that investment in yourself. It's never wasted time. Preparation time is never wasted time. The next point I wanted to make was vision, that you've got to have a vision for your life. You know, I said before the break that you will never leave where you are until you see where you'd rather be. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you see? Proverbs tells us that if you don't have a vision, you're dying. You're dying on the inside. Well, you know, even statistics say the average person who retires dies within three years of retirement because they stop dreaming. Mm-hmm. They stop getting up for a purpose. See, God still wants you to pursue something during your time here on earth. I met with a lady just the other day. She said, You know, Terri, first time I heard you, I thought my life was over. I didn't think God had anything left for me. And I said, How old are you? And she said, I just turned 50. I was like, are you kidding me? Do you know how much could be accomplished in the next 40 years? (laughs) You got a lot of time left. Mm -hmm. You know, I always tell people, stop looking at the years you've lost. Let's look at the years you've got left and let's do something with these years. Mm -hmm. But you have to get a vision. You have to get a dream, a goal on the inside of you and then surround yourself with that vision. Keep it before your eyes. Have you heard me teach on that? A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's my passion is to teach people to have a vision for their lives. Because I didn't have a vision. I was just existing year after year. Well, that's what the devil
0: wants people to do, is just exist, stay stagnant in their lives, yeah. just at a maintaining level, or even going backwards. Right. He doesn't want us having vision for our lives.
1: No, if anything, he wants to stop you, and he wants you to stay where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of his curses. He wants to yell, may you stay in one place for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That would be fulfilling the will of Satan stay where you are for the rest of your life. Never move forward. You know, I heard somebody say, there's no neutral with God. We're either going forward or we're going in reverse. So I'm saying, let's shift gears and let's go forward Mm -hmm. and do everything God's put in your heart. You know, I like to teach at different success conferences because I like to prove to the business world that everything I'm teaching came straight from the Word of God. Like I was reading a story about Conrad Hilton, you know, the owner of the Hilton Hotels. Mm -hmm. He said back in the 1930s, you know, he was just a young man, and he was looking through a magazine, and he saw this article about the Waldorf Astoria, and it was titled, The Most Beautiful Hotel in the World. And he said, as he was looking at that article, God dropped a dream in his heart, and he said, One day you will own that hotel. Now, he said this was back in the 30s. He's coming out of the Great Depression. He was just a kid. He said, you know, I could barely even pay my own rent, much less have a dream like that. Uh But he said, I was bold enough to dream it. So he said he took it a step further. He ripped that magazine out, that page, and he put it under the glass on his desk. So every day when he went to work, he saw his vision. Every day he's looking at that vision. Well, he said five years went by, 10 years went by, looked like it would never happen. He said every time he would go to New York City, he'd walk around that hotel and speak to his vision and just believe God, somehow God's gonna make a way. Well, 18 years later, he purchased 250,000 shares of the Waldorf Corporation Mm -hmm. and he ended up owning the most famous hotel in the world. Mm -hmm. The power of vision. Mm -hmm. See, I'm convinced if you can imagine it, God can do it. If you can dream it, God can do it. You know, that's why we put this set together on if you can conceive it, you can receive it. But it all starts with your ability to get that image on the inside and no matter how impossible it looks, you say, Lord, (laughs) I have the audacity to believe that you can do this. Mm -hmm. It's not in your strength, it's in his strength. But you have to have that audacity. You know, that's how I started with sitting in my guest bedroom. And I remember, you know, after I'd started this little routine of listening to a message every day, well, what does the Bible say? That faith comes by hearing. So every time you just go in your bathroom or you're doing the laundry, you're putting the dishes away, you push play. Mm-hmm. Faith comes. Well, as I began that habit, I'd be folding laundry, listening to the word, faith came. And when faith comes, fear goes. Because see, you can't have two of those operating at the same time. You're either full of faith or full of fear. Mm-hmm. Well, when faith came, all of a sudden I started wondering things. I wonder if I'll ever preach. I don't want to preach. I'm scared. And then I would listen to the word and faith would come. Then I remember going, Why did I get a degree in French? I live in Texas. Nobody speaks French. But I just began to wonder, and that's how it starts. I wonder if I'll ever do anything in the nation of France. I don't know anybody in France. They don't know me. So I thought, Well, I got to get a vision. You know, Conrad Hilton did it. I got to do that. I went to the craft store, Michael's bought a map of the nation of France, framed it, put it in my room, and just began praying over the nation. Just praying, Lord, give me opportunities to minister in that nation. Bring the right divine connections across my path. Show me what you want me to do. Then I remember I just had an idea. I thought, well, what if I write a little book, just a tiny little book in French on your valuable to God? So I wrote the book. Then I started telling people. They said, hey, we want to help you. I remember someone gave me $1,000 to get the book printed. Mm -hmm. Then I said, well, I don't know what to do. Let's just go to France and give the book away. So we did. We walked all over the streets of Paris and just started giving the book away. And now, of course, God has progressed that dream. All my books are in French and they're in bookstores in Paris. But do you know how it started? With a vision. Mm -hmm. Imagining it here on the inside. See, you have to conceive it on the inside first if you're going to receive it on the outside. I want you to be thinking about what God is talking to you about. What are the dreams on the inside of you that maybe you've brushed them off as no big deal because they look so big and you don't have a clue how they could happen? The number one question that will stop you from achieving your dreams is asking how. It's not your job to figure out the how. You have to get with God and say, Lord, I don't know how this is ever going to happen, but I trust you. You're going to open the doors for me and you're going to give me the places to go. You're going to orchestrate my steps. And God honors that. He honors that kind of obedience.
0: Well, faith is just trusting and believing in Him, whether you see it or not, knowing that His word is true.
1: That's right. So if you feel like God's speaking to you today, I'm challenging you make a decision. Get disgusted with the things, the way things are right now, and just say, I'm not living like this anymore. I am making a decision. Today's the day I'm turning my life around back it up with a routine. Get these resources that we're offering today. You're going to learn how to develop audacity in your life, the audacity to believe in yourself, the audacity to step out of your comfort zone, the audacity to pursue impossible dreams, and then you're going to learn how to be aware of those dream killers because Satan comes immediately to kill, steal, and destroy, doesn't he? Yes. So I want you to get the messages, develop that routine of just push and play, and then invest in yourself get that vision. Take it a step further. Get a picture of what you're believing God for. If you're believing to travel, go get a picture of a passport. Hang it up somewhere. Go get your passport. Go get the passport. Make that kind of investment. You're believing for a car, get a picture of that car. Print it out. Keep it before your eyes. You want to graduate from college? Get a diploma. Keep it before your eyes. Get a vision for your life, and I'm telling you, God will orchestrate your steps. We'll be right back.
2: Do you have the audacity to receive what God has for you? Everything that God has for you is available, but it's not automatic. Obstacles and resistance will try to stop you from achieving your dreams and desires. In Audacity, Terry Savelle Foy shares from personal experience seven key areas to conquer fear, develop discipline, and build the audacious faith you need to fulfill your dreams and purpose. In the three CD series, If You Can Conceive It, You Can Receive It, Jerry Savelle shares how success begins on the inside. You'll learn how to let the Holy Spirit become the artist, God's Word, the oil, and your heart, the canvas for God's plan for victory. Also included is Jerry Ann Savelle Newton's teaching, Beware of the Dream Killers. You'll discover that God does have a plan for your life and how to stop the devil from killing your dreams. Don't wait. Request the Audacity to Receive Teaching Trio, including Audacity. If you can conceive it, you can receive it. And beware of the dream killers. Just call or visit jerrysavelle.org. Start your journey with audacious faith today.
0: I just want to encourage you to go to the phone or get online right now. Do not delay getting this Audacity to Receive package. I know there's a lot more detail in these messages. And like we were saying, faith comes by hearing and hearing. So you've got to hear it every day. Terry was encouraging us today to listen to a message every day. So here you go. You've got three Savelles right here. You can listen to us all day long. <laughs> so I just encourage you, get online and do it as quick as possible.
1: Yes. So beware of the dream killers. We all need to know that. Why? Because Satan comes immediately to steal your dream. And then of course the audacity. This was a a two-part teaching I did on the audacity to believe in yourself, to step out of your comfort zone, to embrace the obstacles, the audacity to visualize your future, teach you how to dream. And then dad, he's our favorite preacher. If you can conceive it, you can receive it. It all begins with your ability to dream it, to think it, and to imagine it. So don't forget, I like what Thomas Edison said, most of life's failures are those who didn't realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Don't ever give up. Don't let the devil convince you that your dream is impossible. You've made too many mistakes. You've come way too far. (laughs) No, God is no respecter of persons, and I don't believe you're watching this by accident. I believe God had you strategically turn this on because he's speaking to you. Not everybody else but you. He's speaking to you. And he's saying, don't you give up on your dream. Get your dreams back. Don't remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Why? Because God's doing a new thing in your life, and now it shall spring forth. So get this investment in yourself. I believe you will not be at this same place next year at this time. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week.